Now that all the dust has settled after yesterday's National Signing Day madness, we have got Drizzy Drake from Locked on Seminoles in the building to go over a couple of things. We're going to talk about Dion, right, and what he kind of means to the program. We're going to talk about Mike Norvell. What did that signing or lack thereof mean for the Knowles? Then we got to talk about some basketball. As you know, we are in the thick of things. We want to talk about a couple schools who have some big matchups tonight. So let's get on into it. On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Drizzy Drake in the building, Locked On Seminoles host. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. You can follow at Locked On ACC on Twitter, or you can subscribe. Subscribe there it is to the YouTube channel now. Net Suite. Let's talk about it. Today's episode is brought to you by the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system in growing businesses. Drizzy Drake, how's it going, my friend? It's going good, Candace. I actually, <laughs> as you can tell in the background, I got uh, my suitcases ready, packed. I'm actually driving up to St. Augustine, actually right after we're done with this recording for my boy's wedding. Nice. I got to get there a day early because your boy's been a uh, been eating a little happily the past month and a half. I got to make sure my suit fits, and then I'm going to Cleveland <laughs> actually on Sunday for a few days with a friend of mine. So, oh well, I'm glad we got we're able to tap in because you are booked and busy. But also, are you in the wedding? I am in the wedding. Oh, okay, okay. What kind of groomsmen are you? Oh man, listen, ah, uh, you're going to see me <laughs> at the open bar with you know two drinks in hand. I'm going to be requesting the most. Just the best music. I am that guy. Like, hey, you know, we got one more shot on you. Come on, we got you. We got you. Oh, okay. Like, I'll make sure that you have a good time, or you got to ask me if you had a good time or not. <laughs> You're the good support team, right? You always make sure everyone's having a great time. I like yes, that. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I like that. And I saw the haircut. So I was like, okay, looking fresh. Got the one, the side part. Rolling. I mean, it wasn't just for the wedding. My mom was like, yo, you look like, oh, you look just, you need to get, get that. Like, <laughs> I didn't raise you like this. I was like, yeah. And my JROGC uh, coach ain't going to do that stuff either. So <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's nice to see that you are nice and clean cut and ready for what should be a wild episode. Probably not because you're one of the more even kill Florida State people that I know personally. But man, oh, man, yesterday it went down, as we mentioned on yesterday's show. Short interview, must watch with Locked on HBCU host Darian Gray. Travis Hunter decided to go to Jackson State over Florida State. Everyone was calling for Mike Mike Norvell to be fired. The whole fire Mike Norvell Twitter spaces went viral. It was insane. I never seen so many blue checks in a Twitter spaces in all of my days. Everyone was just freaking out. We had some fake viral people going upset, screaming. We had some real people just going on their lunch break, wanting to check in, tap in. My guy, Sam, shout out to my Twitter spaces friend. Don't know him, but when I do meet him, I'm going to say, that's how you go viral. The natural, organic, I'm just wanting to shoot the breeze with my friends kind of viral thing. Jersey Drake, were you in there? And then how did you feel when you, one, you heard the news, but two, when you got in that chat, were you feeling the vibes of everyone else? Or were you kind of like, everyone is a little much, little much overreacting? It's college football, man. That's why we love the sport. We are the most reasonable, unreasonable sort of individuals and fan bases. Uh, yeah, but shout out to Sam at More Life is his Twitter handle. I know he does the Unconquered podcast too. He's like, he's probably one of my favorite Twitter followers. I think he's hilarious. I will also say that he is a little more of the I think doom and gloom when it comes to the you know Florida State affairs because like you're like you're right. I was in there, and listen, 
how we've known each other for what a little bit over a year now yeah and we've discussed you know my opinion on michael kelly norvell's like entire tenure at florida state you don't fire mark norvell over a travis hunter thing mm-hmm. uh, i'm sorry for those of you that don't know nil just got instituted july of this year right and a majority of states are not permitted to facilitate NIL deals with them with a third party. F, mm-hmm. For example, FSU has their Rising Spear NIL platform. That's actually set to, to debut, I think, in a few months. I actually reached out to see, you know, if they need a little help because that's something you know I'm very interested in. I actually got a phone call with Bob Davis. I think I'm trying to do that one more time as well. But it's just something that it's unprecedented. When he said shock the world, that's literally something that wouldn't you never ever expected to happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell a kid who is looking at reportedly, I heard as low as, you know, a million dollars. I heard two and a half. I heard as much as five and even up to 10 that this kid is potentially going to be upfront making with this sort of, you know, move. Yeah. So, and it also for those SEC folks out there that are laughing at us, I'm looking at you, Brandon, at Locked On Gators too, which, <laughs> listen, if you, if you commit to y'all, you'll still have the worst class in the entire big three. Ooh, we. Listen, I heard that Georgia wasn't on him, Alabama wasn't on him, and it just happened to be that two factors came to play. One, obviously the money. I mean, that does come into factor, but also it does bring sort of appeal that, you know, Deion Sanders actually has been able to cultivate a winning culture there. And then there is something better about saying maybe, you know, run and bring this sort of thing back because yeah. remember three years ago, Kayvon Thibodeau was actually considering FAMU, which is another historically black college university. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is something actually big that matters to a lot of these kids. And hopefully they can pull you, they can push through with that. But, I mean, we'll see. Like, I was fine, so. Oh, my goodness. I see. Like, at the end of the day, I am curious as to why, you know, everyone was up in arms. But it doesn't surprise me, you know, because of I've, I've lived long enough at this point to know that nothing really gets past me in terms of just people's reaction to young men doing best for themselves. But I think what really had me shook what, well, I shouldn't say this either because people that you think are, oh, we're all buddies, we're all friends here. And then they're like, oh, they're coming out the gate. But the issue to me is I don't understand how you let this affect your normal day life. Because guess what? We all have to wake up today and record this episode. And guess what? Travis Hunter is living his life real pretty. He made his decision. He's out here doing his thing. Deion Sanders doesn't give a flying flip about y'all. And now I say all that to say, Am I a huge Deion Sanders fan? Not really, right? Am I a huge proponent of Barcel? Absolutely not. But I will never slander a kid who wanted to make this the best decision for himself and his family. That ain't got nothing to do with me. And it might turn out great. It might turn out bad. But I think the ramifications of how it just all transpired is what really got people, like a hit dogs were hollering yesterday. A lot of hit dogs were hollering yesterday. So the only thing I think I had an issue, I had two issues with it. Okay. One, you threw the young Dolph lyric at me. You know how I felt <laughs> about that. Because I will say, you know, I'm obviously I'm like sad because the kid is the kid's pretty damn good. He's the one of oh. the most highest rated recruits in the history of recruiting services at not one, but both positions of wide receiver and DB. And also, I personally just never like you know people throwing hats and throwing stuff like that. That but yeah. that's also because I spent money at that school using loans. Like, trust me, I'm broke as hell from you know, going to FSU. I love him to death and I cover them every day. But other than that, like, I'm not going to get into my feelings about an 18-year-old. Like, I listen, heard he was as good as Dion, if not better. He, and, yeah. He is Dion. Like, okay. And I, I say that because, one, you got the swagger, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as we love Dion, Dion isn't the player. Dion mm-hmm. is, I think, is more the person. Prime okay. is the actual athlete. As you see, you know, okay. like, what, you know, you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you play good. You play good, yeah. they take good. Travis kind of has that similar mindset. If you watch all of his seven-on-seven tapes, he's very, you know, 
not cocky, but like he knows he's the best person on that field, and he sure. owns that. And that's the wide receiver DB mentality. Like, I, like if you look at Jalen Ramsey, yeah. that's why I love yeah. him so much too. I mean, Jalen Ramsey was sliding in DMs of you know players, uh, girlfriends, opponents, and literally was like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna beat the crap out of your, uh, your boyfriend <laughs> the next day." Like that's me. <laughs> like that's how that's how the yeah. mentality is, and that's the closest person you have to that. And that might be why he looked at him as an idol. And yeah. if he's able to play with his idol, make all this money, and Dion has those connections, you know, from being out in the world, like I could told you before the show started, his Instagram follower um, account has increased by almost 80k in the span of less than 24 hours. So Off this the strength of just making one decision, he has not played a down in any collegiate uniform. That's crazy. He's basically Zion. Like yeah. you know, we always ask the question, how would a Zion fare in his NIL, you know, world? You're seeing it right now with Travis Hunter. Yeah, but you know, you also get nervous about the Zion, what we see from Zion's now. Like, shout out to former Duke great and how much they love to bring you up. They love to boost you up. They love to talk about how amazing you are and how great you'll be. And then, you know, when you don't exactly transpire to something that they believe, they bash you, they fat shame you, you do all of these things. So I feel like Travis Hunter spotlights on you, targets on your back. If you didn't love it before, you better embrace it now because it's here and it's certainly not going anywhere. But I have other thoughts talking about Mike North. I want to get your insights in terms of Florida State, how they move forward in that regard. But first, guys, this is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Over 20,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash locked on NCAA. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. Head to NetSuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial growing businesses. So Jersey Drake locked on Seminoles is here and of course... We have the issue with Dion. Fine. He gets Travis Hunter. Cool. Now, Mike Norvell, how do we move forward? Because you got an extension. Everyone who wanted to fire him, I hate to break it to y'all. <laughs> My guy got extended. If there was ever a time to sign the contract, I hope he signed it before the announcement even came out because he just knew it was about to be a wild situation. But how does Florida State move forward? Talking about ACC teams here. I know they are trying to buy for opportunity to be top of the Atlantic division, but you look at NC State, you look at Boston College, hell, you know Clemson's not – not going to ever be in shambles completely. Wake Forest has Sam Hartman returning. Florida State, are we about to be in the middle of the pack yet again? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I I mean, it's like because, like, as much as everyone was saying, you know, fire Mark Devo in those spaces, um, you don't do it off the Travis Hunter thing. Like I said, as I said earlier, like, I'm not, mm-hmm. like, you. they back the Brinks truck. I'm sorry. Uh, for, the, for those of you that don't know, I worked in compliance. Um, the NIL is just basically a, a legal, uh, not legal way. It is a Better way for name image like it's actually be performed payment of for these athletes. So now it's just out in the open. Like yeah. I'm sorry to break it to you for you know some people out there, and also with the recruiting class as a whole. I mean, we got the 13th recruit class in the country. Now, if you look at the depth of the recruiting class, that's where you kind of have some issues. Hmm. Primarily being that we have one skill position player actually signed. That's where I have the problem with Mike Norvell. Okay, we were promised this sort of class that would be you know we inside the top ten. You had the COVID year. We had the year zero. And now we basically we don't have a single wide receiver committed at all. We have one running back. We have six offensive linemen. And for FSU fans that are listening, this is eerily similar to that 2017 class where we had everything else but offensive linemen. We had one single offensive lineman committed, and that was Brady Scott. 
and look how that turned out. So yeah. to me, this Mike Novella kind of needs to look himself in the mirror and be like, hey, is this something I really, really am committed to, you know, being as best as I can be? And do I have the right people around me? Yeah. You look at your staff. Alex Atkins, the um, offensive line coach that got promoted to OC, he's doing his damn job. He signed yeah. six. He signed, he signed six linemen yesterday. Three of them being blue chippers. One of them being a legacy that we you know, pushed back the commitment in February, and he's able to convince and actually to sign early, which yeah. is huge. Then you look over at, excuse me, you look over at Coach Yak, who has is pulling people from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But now you got to look at Coach Foley, your DC, who I have been clamoring for making a, making a change because his X's and O's aren't that great. His personnel decisions aren't great either, and his recruiting leaves a lot to be desired. So was Jermaine Johnson an outlier to what transpired throughout the season, or was he someone that uh, he brought on and made better? Uh, I think it can be both. Okay. But I will lean to just like, I don't think anyone thought that Jermaine Johnson would be this good. Hmm. And I don't think even people at Georgia would think he'd be this good. If they thought he'd be that good, he'd be starting. Because Jermaine Johnson was the best player defensively in the ACC. And he... And I don't think Mike thought that way. John Papu just definitely didn't think that way because he literally, him and Keir Thomas, who's another player, actually number four on the defense that we guys have from South Carolina, who was able to get to the quarterback last year, if you didn't follow, we could not do that for a damn thing. Our DBs were left out on an island. Now, mm-hmm. we will need to replace those kids and fast, primarily because I don't trust the linebacking core because, again, we signed one linebacker in this class. Yeah. Our <laughs> DBs are very, very good, but yeah. they're also extremely young. So to me, this is something that he definitely needs to fix in the transfer portal, which, Mike, if you really, really want to be here, if you want to hold the standard to the standard and prove to people why you should still be here, because you can show me all these advanced metrics, all the post-win expectancies you want, all the extra S&P plus FBI, whatever. If you don't win some damn football games in year three, like you need to win eight, bro. I'm sorry. Like a lot of people, uh, okay. a lot of people are, are been extremely patient. You got to show me something because at this point now, we gave you a year extension, which I was like, listen, you can do that maybe a year from now. I know why you did it for recruiting purposes and also because the new ad is there but bro if you don't win eight games next year man i donate some money to the school i know my coach max doesn't know dave does i know a lot of people would donate more than me they're really really pissed off how one issue they went off and now and that's excluding travis on thing now he has not won as many games as willie taggart had when he was there in the time being time frame why is mike norvell getting more patience what are people seeing out of him that maybe even want to keep him around I think one thing you'll see is that the talent on the roster, I will say, is a lot worse than Willie was there. When Willie got there, we had people that actually got drafted to the NFL. We had a Brian Burns, shout out Carolina. We had Cam Akers. We had Lamonta Taylor. We had DeAndre Francois, who like still was a decent player, but we had a horrid offensive line. Okay. And with the year last year, we had the COVID year. We had a lot. Like if you see now with these transition classes, we fired him early. We had a transition class with the first early signing period with Willie which the players are not of this certain caliber, of certain talent. Mm-hmm. However, the way you, I think it's more that you need to look at the way we lost a lot of these games. Okay. Last year, I felt that we were in, in, not in any game except for against y'all, against Duke, and against Jacksonville State. And then the year after, we lose our first four games. And I can guarantee you right now, losing those first four games is the reason why we lost out a lot of kids yesterday. Mm. And to me, do I think it's a little different? I don't know now at this point. Because you can, like I said, you can sh- like we have um, FSU media and FSU like you know personalities that showing like, hey, we're we're winning along, you know, all these advanced metrics, right? But if we have to dig so deep to find improvements that we can't just see on the surface for a little bit, like I know it's like you know that's how getting really analytical. The basic fans not going to go for that. The basic people that support the, you know support the team are not going to go for that. 
So to me, it's just that's just something that I really wouldn't give given the extension if it was me. I would need you need to show me one more time because right now at this moment, there's a lot of pissed off people that gave a lot of money to the school. And quite frankly, I don't think he deserved it, in my personal opinion, because listen, you lost you lost more games. You also have the most embarrassing loss in the history of the entire school. You're the first guy ever to lose an FCS school. Mm. And not only that, you were stunned on National Signing Day and you lost out on several legacy kids and a lot of kids that you thought you had, apparently no one is talking close with. So <laughs> listen, I am I am not in a happy place right now. Yeah. Because, me, I spent a lot of time covering this team. Yeah. I spent a lot of my free time doing this. Yeah. I love the team. I love my school. Yeah. Like what did uh, JC Price say? This is my this is my school. This is my home. That's how I feel about the school. And trust me, like there's no one more pissed off about this than I am. Yeah. I okay. I, I'm taking that all in because I think that's really well said. And the fact that you know, at the end of the day, you want to see results. And he has not given y'all what you're absolutely looking for. But again, I always go back to the same way Miami fans get overhyped about who they were. Is it the same way Florida State fans are getting overhyped about who they were? Are you going to get back to that? You just haven't found the right coach? Or maybe the landscape of college football for y'all is different. Like there are we haven't seen beyond Alabama the dominating in like the ACC. Clemson, like, okay, but I don't know. I wouldn't get them domination for like 10 plus years or like, you know, they didn't take over the 2000s kind of energy. Right. No. So do you feel like Florida State just needs to maybe reassess what this program is now or calling BS. I want my Jabbo back. I want to get more wins. I want to get back to the ship type energy. I think it's a lot of stuff. And I think one of it's mm-hmm. one, we had this mama pop mentality when it came to college football, like before FOFs, before NILs, it was just simply, you know, X's and O's and Jimmy's and Joe's. And also <laughs> no one, no one outside of Florida recruited Florida kids. Yeah. That's why we were ahead of the curve with all that. That's why, you know, schools like Nebraska, like once I think the nineties hit, I think they won maybe twice. But before that, like they, I mean, after that, they haven't done a damn thing. Yeah. I mean, for the same as I think. So it's, to me, it's a few things. But football's changing. Two, the kind of the, what's the word? The, the cost of actually competing actually at the high level in college football is all changing as well. And that's kind of where I look towards if you really care about how much your school wants to win games, you need to look at yourself saying, like, what am I doing as a fan on my part? A lot that's of people, fair. you know, listen, you got to put your money where your mouth is. Like, this is a sport that's literally driven, it's a business at, at its core. And that's, you know, whether donating by boosters, you know, donating to the school, like that's something that you should look towards. And not only that, you need people in the actual school itself to fix an infrastructure that has been archaic for so many damn years. And that's changing right now. Michael Alford, who I was a huge fan of in New 80 as a hire, he was with the Cowboys who and he fundraised over $400 million for the new stadium over there. I think it's Mm -hmm. a wonderful hire, but that's not enough. You need to look at everyone at the school themselves and they need to look themselves in the eye and be like, do I really have what it takes to actually perform and make us back into a blue blood? Do I have that commitment? Will I do what it takes to actually win these games? Because it's everybody, not just Norvell, not just the players. It's the fans as a whole. It's Abin as a whole because we need to all do this together. Because right now you see Bama's running away with it. Miami, if they get their stuff together with the money that they have financially backing them, they can get their stuff together because their new AD might be a problem. And then you have Florida who they always want to win. They always are committed with that. They just need to find yeah. the right head coach and the right AD. And so that I don't want to be left back in the side by that. I'm sorry. Like I was at the school with one of our best times in history. We lost yeah. to Miami zero times when I was there. We lost to Florida once. So it takes everybody. And the people that were in the spaces right there, like I know they were painting fire Norvell. Great. What are you going to do about it? Because I can guarantee you a lot of them don't put money where the mask when it comes to those games. I know some Ooh. do. Shout out Ooh. Sam. Yeah. 
Oop, I got to oop on that one because, yes, at the end of the day, you got to put your money where your mouth is. But as much as you talk about the Ford, the football program, I know there are thoughts towards basketball, so can't let you get out of here without talking about some hoops. But listen, if you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge, you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost Mobile, you get the power of a free 5G so you can listen to all the latest episodes, the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line. So your family can harness all of that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do it all at the speed of 5G with all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain. Just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, excuse me, there it is. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere or for all phones networks. See BoostMobile.com. For more details as the season is preparing to get underway we know bowl season is right around the corner more importantly basketball season is in full swing so you've got to get in on the action go to betonline.ag that's betonline.ag it remains your number one spot for all sports action this season they've got a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up and you can receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code locked on Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports. It's where the game starts. You can get basketball, football, NHL, Vegas casino games, and more. So don't wait to take advantage at betonline.ag. Jersey Drake wrapping up for us. Locked on Seminoles host. Make sure you follow all of his content with his group, his crew. They hold it down. And, of course, you said at the beginning of the year, maybe we are more of a basketball school. They held it down. They beat Lipscomb. Great. I don't know about <laughs> much more after that. And then we have other schools do play Appalachian State tonight. We have some great games going into the weekend. Carolina was supposed to play UCLA, but the COVID is hitting the Bruins. So that could be up in the air. A lot of people wanted to get hype about Carolina playing a better team. Maybe they'll get into top 25 based on that. But what are your thoughts around hoops? Because it still seems very stagnant. And I know we can start off with your guys. I mean, Lewis there's not that it. Leonard. Hey, it's F1, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you saw what's on my brain, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to my guy, Lewis. You know, he got robbed, but that's okay. That's a whole nother story. Ooh, we. All right. So, how are we feeling about Hamilton and the boys? I'm sad, Candace, man. <laughs> Listen, uh, as much energy as I get the football, football team and the football program, I'm giving the same to basketball because, like, I hate losing, as you can tell. And yeah. I came in with my chest out high. I was talking a lot of smack. I told Duke that, hey, we're going to finish the conference. You know, Coach K, yeah. their world tour. That's yeah. wrong. I've been so wrong. And it's primarily just, like, I don't know what it is. I feel like, did, did, did Purdue break us? Because we, we didn't, we did, we, like, last night we beat Lipscomb like 50 points, as yeah. we should. That was our first game win in like three, two and a half, maybe three weeks. Like we lost to a Syracuse team that I'm sorry, they're okay, but they're not that great. Sure. And then we lost to a bottom half South Carolina Gamecocks team because we we've been we've been shooting I think maybe thirty percent or less from the three point line. You know. So it's like I absolutely <laughs> don't know what the hell's going on. And because last year all we could do was shoot. And this year, all we can do is defense, which is the same thing. But yeah. we have an Anthony Polite who's driving to the basket. We have Caleb Mills who, I mean, shooters shoot. But my man's like Deion Waiters going four for 13 from the field. Mm-hmm. And we have, a, I think, a, a, a former walk-on starting. It's great. I yeah. mean, it's not great. But like, I don't know what else to say with that because 
I always say that I don't panic until like January, maybe February. Okay. That South Carolina game got me panicking. Like, okay. Because early December panic. Okay. And early December panic because I'm like, because like I covered the basketball. Like that's me and Dave's bread and butter. We do triple D's, dunk circles and dimes like every weekday. And to me, it's just, it's, I don't know what, what the team is. And yeah. I think I know what they are. But I don't want to say that they're a bad team because if I say that, I feel I'm going to punt the season halfway through, and that's just not the way to go through go through basketball, right? That's very true, and I think that everyone's having an identity crisis right now and trying to figure out who they are and cement that going into the year. We never thought Wake Forest would be sitting atop of the ACC. I damn sure did not, you know, assume that. But Duke, once they get in on the conference action, I'm sure they'll be rightfully at the top of the throne. They're the only ones that feel very confident going into extreme conference play how well they're going to fare nobody's going to really worry about them can do they have all the pieces though in place i asked jj jackson he feels like it's a shoe and of course he does so locked on blue devils host he thinks it's going to be duke and everybody else but once you win the ac conference title can you then perform that we all it's lightning in a bottle during ncaa tournament right you have to just be on every single time you get on the court it's in or out all or nothing Duke has that, sure, but can they deliver when they have multiple games in a row with all the issues that they have in terms of like cramping and all the other stuff? You know, I don't know. We'll see. And that's why we love it, right? And that's the main <laughs> reason why Arch Madness is probably the most watched thing. And also with Duke, like, is Paulo Benchero so, like, so good? Did you see that? Like, did you watch that? Like, what's the formula that he has that when he's losing seven pounds a game? What is that? I don't know. The, he, it's some concoction that like the Duke people made for him. Are you asking what the drink is or why? Yeah, like what the drink is? Because I know like it was like he has like a specific like medical condition that causes him to sweat mm-hmm. profusely. Which listen, I'm a sweaty guy, but damn, I wish I could lose seven pounds in a game. Okay, <laughs> I need to be on the Paolo <laughs> Banquero plan. All right, I'm trying to. I like how you did that. I like how you did yeah, that. Okay. But no, I mean, yeah, yeah right. I think you asked me what two weeks ago or a week ago is it doing everybody else. I think it's still that sort of thing. Even yeah, though we do have wake up there, wake. Shout out to Cam Lemons, the bro. He kind of put us all in notice with the football team, saying the football team's gonna be good. We all kind of laughed at him, and then. Wake football showed out to the very end. Yeah. And then now with basketball, like you got them on Parker and Durham, the ACC, you know, podcast that they have. Mr. Going Williams, on. yeah. So Aiden Williams doing yeah, uh, big and, things. Yeah. Now they're 10 and 1. And that's just, yeah. I've never ever thought in my mind I would see Wake Forest be at the top of any sport <laughs> if it wasn't chess and Batman. And here they oh, are in 2021. I know. I, I love my nerds, man. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm a nerd. Come on. I'm wearing a squid okay. game hoodie. I mean, like, I mean, let's go with that. But like, I would never think in the year 2021 of doing that. But that's going to be good. UNC, I think, is going to be fine as well. But how about Virginia, six and four? Like, what's up with them? I think Virginia is a team that's so used to success for so long with Tony Bennett, but everyone's figured them out. Like, you know, you have a sort of plan, you follow it, and everyone's trying to adjust accordingly to you. But now everyone gets it's going to be a low-scoring game. You're going to have to play great defense, and you're going to have to shoot really well. Hey, surprise. You know, and that works for some teams. And if you're able to stop a slow offensive unit in Virginia, then you're absolutely going to have a shot when beating them. And they've done that. People have done that so far. say all that to say i really have it aside or just squid games i'm sorry i have to go off task you watch <laughs> did you binge watch the whole thing oh girl you know i watched that immediately i, have not watched, I haven't watched it yet i can't i can't do gory i I have, an, I have a gory extreme mm-mm. okay uh, okay i mean it's not that gory have you i mean have you seen like clips of something that show you how, how bad it is i don't watch the gory part everyone just said you're basically playing kick games and you get shot up i ain't trying to watch that yeah, so you're talking to someone that played Mortal Kombat as a child. I was ruined for so that. So did I, but at the end of the day, it's like, boom, boom, it's fake, it's on the screen. But, like, these are people, like, you know, getting got, so it's different. 
Nah, it's good. It's it's worth a try. Come on. Yeah. You can get one you can, episode. You can power through this. One, try one episode and get back to me next week how you feel about it. <sighs> All right. No pressure. Drizzy Drake, always a pleasure to have you in the building. I can't wait to report back not only on maybe some better ACC fo- football, basketball games, and maybe less ACC football crazy news, but I'll also talk about squid games. Can you remind these folks of where they can find you, follow your work? Yeah, you can follow me at Tally underscore underscore Drake. You can follow my co-host at MaxMovie17. You can follow the podcast at Ella underscore Seminoles or at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever we get your podcast from. And also, our community is called at Knowles Anonymous on Twitter. We have a Discord as well where we kind of engage with our fans. You can DM us your questions for the week, especially with the offseason. Trust me, you want to get to know our fans better. And as always, we're fans first, people second, contact creators third. And FSU fans that are listening, I'm not ripping on y'all to you know, just rip on y'all. I think that as a whole, we need to reevaluate how we want to actually be committed to football as a whole. Because I know people that, you know, I, in my per, own personal life that complain about the team, um, football, baseball, and basketball, that don't contribute at all, but they just want to sit there and complain. All I'm saying is that if you want to actually contribute to winning a winning, winning organization, find a way to help out. Because trust me, that's how it is. Jersey Drake trying to tell y'all to cut the check, but he don't want to say that nicely. He's trying to say that nicely to say, I'll say it. Cut the check. <laughs> for Candace Cooper and Jersey Drake I hope you guys have a great rest of your day follow at Locked on ACC follow me on Twitter at Candace D. Cooper until next time